0: And members, the governor of the great state of Wisconsin, the Honorable Tony Evers.
1: Holy mackerel! Gee willikers! Jumpin'
2: Jehoshaphats! Jumpin' Jehoshaphats? Yeah, jumpin' Jehoshaphats. I you don't you, know what that is? You, you That's did... a folksy Wisconsin term. I guess you you grew up in the in the Holy Land, so you know all of the good, clean swear words in Wisconsin. Actually, I grew up off the Holy Lands. So you were in hell as opposed to the Holy
1: Lands? (laughs) I guarantee you our folksy governor, Tony Evers, knows what Jump of Jehoshaphats is. In fact... Holy mackerel he does. Yeah, he's probably used it, by golly. (laughs) Our governor did make some news at the State of the State. He announced a rural agenda to help dairy farmers. Which is good. And I'm sure that uh, has something to do with Democrats needing to do well in rural areas this fall. Does that play in Peoria? It plays in Plymouth, where he's from. <laughs> in Peshtigo. And he also touted our favorite topic, nonpartisan redistricting and, and to gerrymandering. He's going to appoint a nonpartisan commission, whether the legislature likes it or
2: not. And I guess the, this commission is going to draw maps that don't have any meaning, really, unless the gerrymandered maps end up going to court. And then there'll be these other maps that aren't so gerrymandered. And maybe the Supreme Court will say, "We'll just take those.
1: And we'll talk about that on today's Center Stage with Milford and Hans, the Wisconsin State Journal's political podcast from the Sensible Center of Wisconsin politics, I'm Scott Milford, I'm the editorial page editor
2: for the State Journal. And I'm Phil Haynes, I'm the editorial cartoonist for the Wisconsin State Journal. We are half of the State Journal editorial board. The better looking half. So one of the things I love about these State of the State addresses, which is this is clearly the most important television you could possibly watch last night. (laughs) Just turn off that impeachment garbage and just and just watch our governor talk about how wonderful things are. Yeah, this
1: was must-see
2: TV. This was must-see TV. But the pageantry about this, everybody's, and the thing that's always good to see is who's standing and who's standing and clapping and who's sitting on their hands. Yeah, it's kind of a parlor game. You can imagine Tony Evers saying something like, puppy dogs are cute. And then every Democrat in the audience would be like, yeah, oh my God, yeah, yeah. Ah. That's amazing. Even if they had previously voted against puppy dog cuteness. Yes, and then you would see every Republican just sitting on their hands. I'm not going to clap for puppy dog cuteness. There's actually a moment like this where at the very beginning of the speech... Tony Evers talks about how we're gonna bring science back into the state of Wisconsin and we're gonna admit oh, that yeah. climate change is a problem. And every Democrat gets up and is clapping as loud as they can, and every single Republican is just sitting on their hands. They actually look kinda of, they kind of looked annoyed that he was gonna that he was gonna bring this up.
0: This past year we also brought science back to the state of Wisconsin. And we acknowledge that climate change exists and it's a threat we need to start taking seriously.
2: We're going to play this video in like 10 years, and we're just going to laugh at the Republicans for how naive and silly they are for not standing up for climate change. But that point about
1: bringing back science, he's sort of saying they're Luddites.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, is there an argument against that?
1: Voss recently said that there's probably uh climate, climate change. issue, Yeah. So, you know, they're moving. Well, I watched on Wisconsin Eye. So pretty much what you can see is the governor most of the time speaking, you can see Robin Voss who's mo- smirking in the background. <laughs> smirking in the back. And then Roger Roth, the Senate president. Yeah who's very civil, I get a kick out of the contrast. He's like Wisconsin nice. Yeah, he is. And even when you know he disagrees with what the governor's saying, he kind of has a hmm Hmm. look on his face. Like, I'm going to respectfully consider that for a moment. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I will hear you (laughs) and respectfully consider you before I shoot you down, as opposed to (laughs) Robin Voss's, I don't need to hear you talk. Uh, To be fair to Robin Voss, though, sometimes when Scott
1: Walker would be delivering his state of the state and he'd talk about roads and Voss wanted more money for roads. Voss would roll his eyes when Evers said that he had visited every state agency to thank state employees. Voss went out of his way to applaud on that. Oh yeah. Voss, I noticed, applauded when Evers introduced the two women who had been pardoned. Oh, yeah. And generally, the Republicans were not for pardoning people. Mostly mostly
2: Scott Walker was against pardoning people.
1: They applauded on a lot of that bipartisan stuff that Evers mentioned, like... Well, 95% of what Evers does is bipartisan. (laughs) (laughs) And every governor says that. Uh, What they don't say is that a lot of the bills are pretty Mickey Mouse. There was one bill that passed last week where state parks are now required to sell insect spray
2: on-site... To help fight Lyme disease. At one location. Not like like at every every tree has to have like a dispenser. No, no, no.
1: At some office somewhere, there has to be at least one bottle of book spray on sale.
2: This is is government (laughs) regulation
1: of our private sector state parks, Scott. Bills like that tend to pass with bipartisan support. Or like measures that like support the Green Bay Packers. The other place that was interesting with
0: applause from Republicans was when Evers said between twenty eleven and twenty eighteen Wisconsin lost about a third of our dairy farms. We lead the nation in farm bankruptcies. We've endured the consequences of unnecessary and unproductive tariffs and trade wars. And we've heard people who've said there's no place for small farms anymore. They ought to go big or bust. Well they are wrong, they don't know Wisconsin
1: And he was talking about Sonny Perdue, Donald Trump's ag secretary, who
2: in Madison last fall at the big... uh, World Dairy Expo. He said there's no place in the marketplace for small dairy farmers. you got to get bigger or go bust.
1: And some farmers in the legislature, like Travis Tranel, didn't like that, and they spoke out against it. Yeah. And uh, there was a lot of applause, including from Voss, on that statement, even though it's Trump's ag secretary saying it. Now, if they had said, if Tony Evers had said the name Trump...
2: It would have been different. Yeah, then they
1: probably couldn't have clapped because it would have been. Oh wait, that's something negative about Trump.
2: Yeah, we can't uh, criticize the emperor. Can you imagine a Wisconsin that was so partisan that they that Republicans wouldn't clap to protect small dairy farmers? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like that, that 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 is like the biggest gimme applause line in Wisconsin history. It's like saying, "I support Milwaukee yeah. Brewers, Green Bay Packers, and small dairy farmers." But Evers was criticizing Trump's ag secretary, I,
1: I, 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 the I get Republican it. ag secretary. I get it. I get it. But not by name.
2: But not by name. And he didn't mention it. Yeah. And and, he also, and I think there was, there, was, there was wiggle room there.
1: But yeah. What the governor really did in this speech is go on offense. And he's forcing the legislature. He said, I want a special session next week on the crisis in dairy farming. Yeah. So the Republicans either have to take up some of what he does And if you're going to take it up, you'd probably only take it up if you're going to pass something. Yeah. So he's kind of kind of kind of guy has him in a bind. Otherwise, they have to do what they did when he called them into special session with the gun legislation is Fitz came in at night, snuck in and quick called it
2: to order and gaveled it out. Boy, that would that would seem like political suicide in Wisconsin to to open and shut a special session on. Relief for for struggling dairy farmers.
1: Yeah, and even if not much results from it, Fitz was pretty open to it. Yeah, and Darling sounded like she was willing to consider it. She's Alberta. Darling is a co-chair of the Joint Finance Committee, which is in charge of a lot of the money, so that was significant. But Voss, you know, said, eh, "If it's just more handouts and welfare, I don't know." Oh, <laughs> Tr- Trump's the best at
2: handouts and welfare for dairy farmers who are hurt by t- tariffs. Yeah, so, I, mean, I know.
1: Well, me, well, Voss never really liked Trump. He has to like him now. He has no choice. But he never really did. He
2: was for uh, Rubio.
1: Even if Evers doesn't get anything, it's smart politics. We've got a clip here
0: where he, he even dings Madison a little bit. So tonight, I am also announcing that I'll be working with the Wisconsin Economic Development Corporation to establish the Office of Rural Prosperity. The office will provide one st- a one-stop shop for the folks to navigate state programs and the resources that are available that are tailored to rural communities, businesses, and workers. Finally, the third prong of our plan is to develop a lo- long-term strategies on this issue, not based on what folks in Madison think is best, but based on the feedback and input from folks all across the state.
2: He is
1: trying to lay out some talking points for the campaigns coming up this fall that Democrats care about rural Wisconsin because the Democrats didn't do so well in rural Wisconsin
2: four years ago. No, they didn't. I think this is a great move politically especially. I mean, it's, it's definitely something that needs to be addressed because dairy farmers are struggling in our state so much. But what's really interesting about this to me is think about how much the d- different political parties' pet industries have flipped. What was Scott Walker's favorite industry, the most important thing in Wisconsin? Manufacturers. What is Tony Evers caring about more than anything else? Teachers. Well, dairy farm. I was going to say dairy farmers. <laughs> oh, you mean now? Now. I mean, you know, here we have a Democrat saying we got to help <laughs> these rural farmers.
1: What was underneath all of this, too, and, and some of the Republican applause is, is really the Republicans, they don't like these trade wars. And the man- manufacturers have been hurt as we learn from. Gwen Moore's op-ed in our paper the oh, other yeah. day. I didn't realize there actually has been
2: a recession in
1: manufacturing. Yeah,
2: in Wisconsin we do two, we do two things really well here. We do manufacturing, and we do agriculture really well, and both are hurting right now.
1: Evers didn't say the word Trump. I don't think ever in the yeah. whole speech. But some of those Republicans were applauding with him that we don't want this protectionism. Now, of course, some of the progressives do want that protectionism. <laughs> that's one of one of the things you're sort of referring to there. Is that's odd. Because like we had the op-ed by former Republican Governor Scott McCallum yeah. last weekend where he was essentially arguing that Trump will win Wisconsin again if he gets rid of this trade war and these tariffs. Yeah. Otherwise, he's in trouble. So this is a pretty good issue, I think, for Evers to highlight. I think so. The other big one was redistricting. Here's some of what he said.
0: Unfortunately, nonpartisan redistricting legislation has been introduced for years. It's even received bipartisan support. The bill has never been given a public hearing. Well, when more than 80% of our state supports medical marijuana, and 80% support universal background checks and extreme risk protection orders, and 70% support expanding Medicaid, and elected officials can ignore those numbers without consequence, folks, something's wrong. The people who work in this building, who sit in these seats and who drive the policies in our state should not be able to ignore the people who sent us here. The will of the people is the law of the land, and by golly, people should not take no for an answer.
1: And what he's really saying there, which is why you're not going to get people like Voss clapping, is that there are some people in this legislature who are here because of why they drew the lines, not because people actually wanted them Yeah, there. they're not the best candidates.
2: <laughs> they don't represent their districts. They, they, they've got to pick their, their, their constituents by gerrymandering. So you could see some hostility there. But Evers brought up 50
1: counties in one way or the other, either through their county board or popular vote. Which said, is like two-thirds
2: of Wisconsin counties.
1: Yeah, said they want uh, a nonpartisan process after this year's census. Um, some of those counties are, as we've pointed out in editorials, uh, like Lincoln and some other ones, they're, that's Trump country.
2: I mean, the Republicans want to make this out to be like it's a purely partisan Democrat issue where only the yeah. Democratic counties and only Democratic voters really care about redistricting. It's just a liberal issue and they want to whine about losing elections. But you're seeing with referendums throughout the entire state of Wisconsin in very conservative areas that people care about this and they feel like the, the legislators are cheating.
1: And we just had another editorial two weeks ago about three more Republicans joining the bill for Iowa's model of nonpartisan redistricting, where they assign this nonpartisan state agency to draw the maps with very specific criteria so that politics, they can't, they're not even allowed to look at the political implications of what they do.
2: It's gerrymandering, what it does is it just protects incumbent legislators and it lets loonies on both the left and the right maintain seats like, you know, Mark Pocan you know, he's never going to face a challenge in Congress, right? I mean, like, as long as he wants to be congressman from Madison, Wisconsin, he'll be congressman from Madison, Wisconsin. That's the thing about gerrymandering is that in most districts,
1: the incumbents only get stronger no matter what party you're in. Yeah. Because what you try to pack and crack so that— If there's a Democratic area and you're a Republican drawing the maps, you try to put as many Democratic communities and voters in that one
2: district as possible Yeah.
1: so that you have a better shot somewhere else in the state to win
2: a swing seat. Yeah. Which means that the lefties get leftier and leftier. But Voss uh,
1: and Fitz made it clear they weren't about to surrender their power to draw these lines. And, and Fitzgerald is right when he says the Constitution says the legislature draws them. It does say that, but that doesn't mean that the legislature can't assign a fair process for how the lines come about, and then the legislature votes to approve them.
2: Yeah, so the Iowa model, which we've always been touting here, which was yeah. an independent group draws the maps, and then the state legislature would just approve them.
1: Yeah, and if they up didn't. Or down. Yeah, and if they didn't like it, they could say why, and then they could get another draft. Done. but
2: the, but this model is completely constitutional with our, with Wisconsin Wisconsin like there's it no It hasn't
1: been tested but everyone assumes it is because the legislature Iowa st- hasn't any trouble And with the it.
2: legislature still gets the final say on the maps
1: Right. And it's not like Fitz goes and draws the maps himself now. No, he, he pays, pays all these attorneys across the street behind closed doors to run all these complicated computer calculations to figure out the best way to do it for his political
2: advantage. Yeah, I mean, he's it's... not drawing them. A computer and attorneys are. I mean, I sort of wonder, like, we know that there's like, what, 80 percent support across the state for partisan for for nonpartisan redistricting. According to the Marquette poll. Yes. Yeah, who are the 20 percent who are opposed to it? I mean, like, I like the yeah, idea yeah. of crooked Lawmakers hiring law firms to and spending millions of dollars on these law firms to go in back rooms and draw whatever maps they feel fit to do. I think
1: there's a a natural aversion among conservatives to trust government. So oh, and probably also nonpartisanship. And that's what I mean. Is so if you say, well, we're going to have this state agency draw the lines, they're like state workers equals. Democrats Equals
2: the swamp. According to... The deep state swamp of Wisconsin.
1: I mean, according to a lot of Republicans, that's what they believe. But in Iowa, the Republicans support the system too. And if you make it so that it has to be compact districts, so that they have to follow existing borders of communities, if you tell the people drawing the maps that they cannot consider political data from the last election, that they cannot consider the addresses of incumbents, you're going to come up
2: with... You know, relatively fair maps. And Republicans will always have an advantage because Democrats pack themselves into cities. I mean, you're never... You cannot draw a district yeah. map that will ever have a Republican winning in the heart of the Isthmus of Madison. Or make that district competitive in any way, shape, or form. Governor Evers. He wasn't fumbling around with his words as much. I thought he did alright. And in a
1: way, when Governor Evers gives a speech, I sort of like that he doesn't even try to be flashy. He doesn't even oh, try to be... Charismatic no. or... Or compelling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just kind of like, yep, I'm reading this speech and this is what you get. Yeah. And then in the middle of one sentence, he actually said Gesundheit to somebody who sneezed in the crowd. Yeah. Did you hear
2: that? Yeah, I did. Would he have been, do you think he would have been a good inspiring teacher back when he was a teacher? Or is he just the guy that's like in the front of the classroom just reading off of his notes?
1: Well, I thought he came off a little, and some of this is facial expression when he was talking and you're watching the TV. I, th- I thought he came off as a little perturbed. You know, when he's implying that the legislature is being difficult, that they won't do some of these obvious things that people want to do, at least based on polling. Yeah. I thought there was a little edge to it. As edgy as Tony Evers gets. Yeah. So I don't think he's a very effective speaker, but he's pretty popular in the polls because he's like so many
2: other people in Wisconsin, just kind of ordinary and says what he thinks. Yeah. There's a moment where he's talking about all of his accomplishments, especially with education, and he was like and i yeah. used my veto pen to add 100 dollars per pupil for for, for 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 per student yeah and every democrat gets up and starts <laughs> clapping and i can see uh Lisa Subek, one of the one of the state lawmakers from from Madison, yeah, you know, and I could see John Nygren, who's head of the Joint Finance, he's uh, you know he's he's just across right. the aisle from her, and he stares at her and is like, "You're clapping for this uh, this overuse of the veto pen," <laughs> oh yeah, and I don't know if he said that or not, but that's what it looked like. He's like, "You're clapping for this," yeah, and she's just like, "Huh," and she just kind of shrugs her shoulders, and <laughs> says, "Why not?"
1: <laughs> well, you know, one thing I noticed before the speech started, and this is only if you were watching the feed. On Wisconsin I I think, is that Nigrin's really chummy with the Democrats. He was, he's got a seat there
2: aisle seat.
1: Yeah. And he was over shooting the breeze and backslapping and laughing with a whole bunch of the Democrats over he's, there. I mean, we yeah.
2: met, we've had Nigren in
1: several times. Yeah. He's a he's a good guy. You know, he's, he's the kind of guy you'd like to go have a beer with. Big picture on this. I'd say f- as Tony Evers' govern- this is ex- governorship this goes. This is as
2: exciting <laughs> as Tony Evers
1: gets. This isn't a budget year and the legislature's darn near close to. Done. <laughs> so I'd say it was relatively effective. Puts the Republicans on the defense a little bit. Has Tony Evers on the offense? I guess the question is whether he can actually score.
2: This is like a, this is like curling. So I, I, I skipped my first <laughs> curling game recently. Yeah. And you notice, like, when your team's making shots, you're calling the shots, and the other team's trying to play catch-up in defense. Yeah. Right now, Tony Evers has thrown a couple of nice stones in the house, and the Republicans got to try and counter it. So you're saying the dude has stones. The, the guy's got stones.
1: <laughs> I didn't know you called those games. I thought you called them a... Bonspiel or something, or no? You play a game, yeah? Oh, it's a game. Okay. What am I thinking of? Well, Bonspiel's a tournament. Oh. Either way,
2: lots of alcohol is involved, right?
1: <laughs> I mean, that's the whole point of the. My thing. wife
2: was laughing because for for Dry January, there was a uh, the, the, you know there was a, a list of hobbies one one could take up in January to try and you know keep yourself from drinking so much. and One of them listed was curling. which is is sort of like saying, why don't you try bowling or or, or fishing? Yeah, why don't you go to journalism school? (laughs) I like the way that this, this speech ended.
0: Thank you, and on Wisconsin!
2: It wasn't God bless the great state of Wisconsin, it was on Wisconsin, and then the band comes on. It's an exciting way to... And Because it's really hard not to
1: get on your feet and clap your hands.
2: Yeah. You know what, also, I noticed is it seems like there's only a handful of lawnmakers that went to Wisconsin that were doing UW Madison that were doing all the dances and motions that you're supposed to do when you're they here. They knew the student section moves. Some of them did. Like yeah, I saw Chris, te- Chris Taylor yeah. knew the student section moves, yeah. but that was the only person I recognized as knowing the moves.
1: wisconsin i for broadcasting the state of the state our house band is tube tester find and follow center stage with milford and hands at go.madison.com centerstage center stage